from KQED. From KQED Arts, I'm Cy Musiker with The Duelist. And I'm Nick Abraham. I'm a junior at Sequoia High School in Redwood City, and I'm on KQED's Youth Advisory Board. And I also play guitar and sing in a band called Unpopular Opinion. Yeah, it's so good to have you here, Nick. You're here as part of the Youth Takeover Week at KQED, and you've added some terrific recommendations for this week. But we're going to start with one of mine. Really haunting music by Ishik Berfin. She's part of a duo with her mother, Ozden Ostropak, and they're Californians of Kurdish-Turkish descent, and their songs are from the Sufi tradition, and they're part of a lineup for a concert this weekend put on by the Alliance of California Traditional Arts. This is just a wonderful organization that I've covered before, and they support traditional culture here in California by bringing great craftspeople, basket makers, for instance, but also musicians together with younger protégés, and Lily Karasi is organizing the concert. We're going to see examples of transmission of cultural values. And sometimes that happens in song, and sometimes that happens with the very food that you eat. And even if you don't understand what they're saying, the depth of feeling and the intensity really carries through. Also at this concert will be La Familia Peña Govea. They're a family of musicians, and they play traditional Mexican music with a Chicano um, activist perspective. And I thought this was super cool to see um, traditional Latin music because I don't see it around that much. Yeah, the Alliance of California Traditional Arts concert also includes a Vietnamese zither ensemble led by Vanessa Va and an African drumming troupe. It's all at the Bayview Opera House in San Francisco on Sunday, April 29th at 2 p.m., and it's cheap with a suggested $5 donation. Black Oak and Cody's may be gone, but Berkeley is still book crazy, and the Bay Area Book Festival settles into the city this weekend for two days of readings and discussions with 250 authors and hundreds and hundreds of events. And there's a series of events inspired by the Me Too movement, also a panel about the play Angels in America that's playing now at Berkeley Rep. And we just talked about this play on the show last week. And that's music from the Manchurian Candidate. The Pacific Film Archive is going to present a discussion with cultural historian Greil Marcus about the movie. And it's a political horror thriller from 1962 that starred Angela Lansbury based on a book by Richard Condon. Yeah, well, I was just at Cal Day at UC Berkeley this past Saturday. It's the open house that they have every year. Mm -hmm. And they gave me a flyer for this book festival. And one of the events that I saw on the website that looked really interesting was that there's going to be a session on free speech, and it's going to be with Nadine Strassen, who is the president of the ACLU. And it might be a little bit tense because of all the events that have been going on in Berkeley in the past where there were all these right-wing speakers, and they people were... shut them down. Yeah, yeah, people were shutting them down. Um, it'll be a great dialogue. Yeah, Nadine Strassen's new book is called Hate, Why We Should Resist It with Free Speech, Not Censorship, and that certainly is controversial. The fourth annual Bay Area Book Festival is in Berkeley, Saturday and Sunday, April 28th and 29th. And even if you can't make it to Berkeley, you can support some authors and independent bookstores on the fourth annual Independent Bookstore Day. That's going to be celebrated Saturday the 28th at hundreds of bookstores across the country. I'm going to buy a ticket. I'm going to leave this place behind. But then again, I'll 
That's music from San Francisco's The Total Bettys. This is a great song, and I love the vocals by uh, Maggie Grabmeyer. I hope I'm saying her name right. And they're playing at the second annual Pride Prom, and this is an event you brought to us. Nick, uh, tell us about it. Yeah, so on Saturday, May 5th, um, 924 Gilman, they're going to be having their second annual Queer Prom. And Gilman is an all-ages, all-volunteer-run venue, and it's in North Berkeley. It's been there since 1986. Um, I'm actually a volunteer there, and my friends put this show together. It's going to be great this year. There are five bands, um, including A.W., who's an indie pop artist based in L.A., and then we have our local bands from San Francisco and Oakland, um, the Total Bettys, who we just heard, and then we'll have the Homobiles, Polythene Pam, and Little Debbie and the Crusaders. And then there's also going to be several information tables, including Planned Parenthood Marmonte. That's right. The Pride Prom is Saturday, May 5th at the historic 924 Gilman in Berkeley. And the timing is sadly just right for a new show at the San Jose Museum of Quilts and Textiles. The show is called Guns, Loaded Conversations. And if you think quilts are just a collage of pretty patches for beds, museum director Nancy Bavor says think again. They are not your grandmother's quilts, but what I like to remind people is that quilt makers for 200 years created political quilts that promoted a wide range of opinions on many different topics. Yeah, Bavor says this show has been in the planning for two years. It was at first meant to mark the 19th anniversary of the Columbine, Colorado high school shooting, but now we have Las Vegas and Parkland uh, that have made this show even more relevant. Yeah, there's been a lot of talk around high schools about gun violence since Parkland. Um, I was actually just at a journalism convention, and we heard one of the teachers from Parkland speak. Did you guys walk out at your yeah. high school? Yeah, we did. Um, well, we had a walkout at our school marking the one-month anniversary of the Parkland shooting. And what happened is everyone came out onto the field, and we had speakers. Um, but then afterwards, I walked out off campus and went with students from other schools to continue protesting for the rest of the day. Yeah, well, maybe you'll make it to the quilt show. Uh, the museum will also be sponsoring discussions about the Second Amendment and a gun buyback uh, late this year in which each person handing over a gun will get some money, but also a handmade quilt. Also, it was really interesting to see how there weren't just school shootings represented here, despite how pressing that issue is. There was also a quilt of Trayvon Martin, and I thought it was great that there was a representation of racially motivated shootings so that we can give attention to all of these issues. Yeah, the exhibition Guns, Loaded Conversations continues at the San Jose Museum of Quilts and Textiles through July 15th. I discovered Joyce Manor about a year ago. Yeah, that was their song, Fake ID. Yeah, it's off their latest album, Cody. It came out in 2016, mm -hmm. um, and they've been touring since then. Um, I love their melodic mix of punk and indie rock, and every album of theirs, I think, is under 30 minutes. Yeah, every song is really short. Um, and that's one of my favorite things about the music, and it's really easy to process it. So I can listen to two of their albums in 40 minutes, and I can just know every single song and know all the lyrics. Yeah, and you um, saw them at the UC Theater, you said. I did. I saw them at the UC Theater back in November, and it was an amazing show because it's fun to dance and mosh with people, but it's also very safe, and they make it a point to have safer spaces at their shows. 
And I'm just as intrigued by the intensity and the emotional pain you can hear in the lyrics of the opening band. They're called Awake But Still in Bed, uh, which is my daughter's style. Uh, that's Shannon Taylor's group, and she has the best album title of the year. What people call low self-esteem is really just seeing yourself the way that other people see you, which is kind of depressing. It's very melancholy, and it shows the vulnerability that comes through in the lyrics of the album. They call themselves Extremo. The band Awake But Still In Bed and Joyce Manor play the Phoenix Theater in Petaluma on May 3rd, and then they're at the Ritz in San Jose on May the 4th. And Nick, we have time for some shout-outs. You go first. Well, I have a band called Unpopular Opinion, like I said before. Uh-huh. And this coming Monday, April 30th, we're going to be playing a show with a couple of bands at Backyard Brew in Palo Alto. Um, the show will be at 6.30, and it's free, but a donation is strongly suggested for the touring band. Yeah, and I'm a huge fan of the Los Sanzontles Cultural Arts Academy, which teaches traditional Mexican music and dance and culture to young people in San Pablo, keeping with our youth mentoring theme this week. And the student band at the Academy, Los Sanzontles Juvenil, have released their own album. They're having a CD release party tonight. That's Friday the 27th at the school and performance space on San Pablo Ave in San Pablo. And then Los Sanzontles, the grown-up band, will do a concert May 19th They're going to be doing Spanish Sephardic songs. And Nick Abraham, thanks so much for co-hosting the show. Thank you for having me. It's been a great time. Yeah, we have full details on the shows we've talked about at The Do List online here at KQED. Plus, you can listen to a podcast of The Do List with even more shows we picked for you. So check it out. And Nick, how do we follow you on social? Well, my band's got an Instagram and Facebook that we use pretty frequently. Instagram is at Unpopular Opinion Band. And you can find us on Facebook just by searching Unpopular Opinion. I'm Cy Musiker. Follow me on Twitter at CyrusKQED.